Girls and gays. Girls and gays. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. back. As you can hear, she is <laughs> definitely back with a bang. Welcome to I Said What I Said. I heard what I heard. The podcast where we close the gap between who we are and who we want to be. And where we are and where we want to be. Today we're discussing communication. First of all, I feel like you've missed me. Has everyone missed me? <laughs> I feel it in the ether. I really do. Why don't you explain? Where have you been? You've been away for a few episodes. Yeah, no, my inner world's exploded. Um, I went through a lot of shit, just emotional shit. And then my voice just exploded. It just stopped working for like two or three weeks. I had to not talk for two solid weeks. And then, and then I went on holiday. Um, <laughs> to do where? Dubai. To Dubai. To do where? Dubai. Dubai. Yes. Um, and now I'm back. Why did your voice explode? Um, I went through some emotional things. Like I was very stressed. I had a very much needed but painful like friendship breakup. Mm. Um, and I was stressed about life in general, about the meaning of life and money. Um, yeah. And so then I just became very susceptible to being sick and so I got sick I think my body just needed a break and and I wasn't speaking my truth and all of those metaphysical things um so my voice said oh you're not gonna use me okay bye yeah incredible wow so anyway lucky for you I sorted my shit out yeah and I'm back lucky for who the the listeners for all of us for all of you (laughs) (laughs) for all my subjects yeah welcome back to Nyak thank you welcome back welcome back well this is actually a good then this is a um, poignant topic we're discussing communication. And yeah. since your voice has come from being exploded. That is so true. I feel like you might have some points yeah. to make. Yeah. So we, I thought communication would be a good one to start off um, 2020 with mm. because it is the cornerstone of every single interaction we have as humans. Mm. And I think it's a really, it's a confusing one. It's a difficult one. Like communication's a skill um, and unfortunately or fortunately, it's tied up in so much of who we are. Um, I mean, like beyond being just a skill, it's so emotionally tied. It's so tied to our historical selves mm. and like the past. And you bring all of that to your present relationships. Mm. Um, and so I want to discuss this. I want to mm. discuss this all. Okay. So, I mean, on that, I guess my first question would be, um, is there such a thing as bad communication or is it, is it just different communication? There is such a thing as bad. Okay. Okay. Off the bat. Are you, what do you think? Just like a, uh, yeah, I do think there is, I think there's both. So there's different communication, but within that different communication, there is bad communication. So bad communication for me would be not getting across my, what I want to communicate in my communication style. Oh, I like that. Mm. See, I think it transcends communication style. I think no matter what communication style you have, you have to be well-versed in verbal. Mm. So some people are much better. I think we have like communication languages and that falls into apology languages, love languages, appreciation languages. Okay. Um, so an example is one that I've heard psychologists talk about a lot is when parents do something wrong to their child, instead of apologizing, they say, do you want to go to the beach? Like, let's go shopping. Let's mm. go watch a movie. They make up for it with a physical gift. Mm. And um, psychologists say that that's not a sorry. That that's not... I say psychologist. Sorry, this is a, a tweeter. Someone on Twitter said, <laughs> that's not an apology. Okay, so psychologists. So while that might be the apology language, someone might argue that's my apology language is Mm. to gift. That's not enough. It has to be, you have to be well-versed in the verbal and then a gift can be over and above. Mm. That's what I think. Do you think, do you think you can circumvent verbal communication contextually in like some cases? No, I don't. But what I understood communication to be was verbal. Oh, interesting. So, in this context that's what i so my understanding was we're talking about verbal communication and within that there are all these different nuances okay i think i would like to expand it just for the sake of further underscoring verbal so an example is there's some people i was once with somebody who said they're a better 
they communicate physically. Like they show their affection through physical touch, affection, and then not verbal. And this was a man. Mm. And I thought that was a cop out. I thought you just want to smash. Yeah. Which um, it could have or might not have been. But some people are just, some people would soon, instead of saying, I love you, I appreciate you, would sooner hold your hand and yeah. like give you a squeeze. And that's a love language. But is right. that, but like, again, is that enough? Even mm. with, even let's look at the love languages, right? Yeah. I want to pull them up. Do you think you can remember them? No, not at all. Definitely not. Definitely, 100% not. But I can look them up. Should I do that? Please. Mm. With the love languages, only one of them is verbal. It's oh. explicitly verbal. And is that a, co- like, is that a cop-out? Um, yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Well, that's different. Um, because, no, they Let, are. Let's get them out. Let me just read them out quickly, darling. Like reading all oh this, okay. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So for me, love languages is separate from the communication. Like where, what I understand it. Like in a relationship, in all our relationships, we need communication, Mm. but that stands aside from love languages. Communication is saying this is the kind of love I, I expect or receive or I give. But it isn't the showing of love. That's not the communication. Oh, interesting. Okay, let's define communication briefly for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So for me, communication is literally what we nonverbal cues or, or nonverbalness, how we live in the in in that plane, communicated. So it's literally how we give body and language to emotions, feelings, thoughts, ideas, excuse me, and experiences. Mm-hmm. so communication is just a conduit for all that other stuff mm-hmm. um it's the la- it's how we translate it to like an even playing field where we can both understand it as best as as best as possible because right. what a hug means to you might not be the same as what a hug means to me right and so the the words help bridge that gap yeah so yeah. it's not a separate entity at all i think i think we wouldn't need communication if we were apt at intuition if our in if our intuitiveness was aligned which it's not anymore wait a minute whoa i mean but perception plays a role you and i can see the same thing and have two different feelings about the same thing mm-hmm. but I don't think intu- intuitiveness or intuition can bridge the gap of understanding, oh, you thought that guy was hitting on you. Oh, he was literally just mm. saying hi or whatever. Or he's hitting on me. Like, I don't see. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that there is a role for all of it, that the fact that we communicate isn't an indication of lack. I don't think that that. Because, I, I mean, if I look into nature, like, why do birds bother tweeting at each other? Um, if they really run their lives on intuition, actually, and animals. Why do they make any noise? So if we, okay, let's look at humans only for now, just because I don't <laughs> no, have the range. Nigga, bring in the frogs. <laughs> I think for humans, it comes down to intention. So I have a feeling when the, our intentions and motivations were quite aligned, it was, so let's take languages. Okay. In some languages, there aren't words for please and thank you. Correct. Because like, the, ours. like ours, um, there's no word for please. please. Yeah, there's because there's the there. assumption already is that your intention is to ask in kindness and in like respect, respect and, and gratitude and yeah. reverence. Yeah, yeah. So we have language to fill in those blanks where that assumption's not there, right. where our values and our like intentions aren't aligned. Yeah. So I think our values and intentions have become more and more frac- fr- fractured. As, um, do you know what you're saying? I do. They've become more and more fractured as with capitalism, with individualism rather. Uh-huh, okay. So I think w- there used to be a time where if everyone had quite a similar intention and intended outcome, language might've not played or, or they might, language might've been more bare, yeah, much yeah. less descriptive. Correct. So you think for you, language is a completely separate entity. It's not like a conduit necessarily, but it's like the pretext you do language or you you communicate and then a love language comes after. Like it's not one and the same. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's it. So because 
I don't know. I think in my head, love languages are kind of, for example, love languages mm. are almost the show of affection or the show of, it's not the thing itself. Um, so. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's not. So for instance, if yours is gifts, I might not actually want to give you a gift or see value in giving a gift, but I know it makes you happy. So I'll get you a gift. So it's not the actual so it's not, it's not like my, the true who I am. It's about you. So it's just a show for you. It makes you happy, but I want you to be happy. And so it is genuine. Okay. Um, but it's a translation of. It's, yeah, it's a translation of. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Um. Yes. Whereas it's not, if, if I couldn't, mm, yeah. Whereas I think there is something, communication comes for me before that, before the show of things. Well, then... Surely you're in trouble because how many, okay, have, you're in trouble. I'll tell you all the ways. I listen to a lot of Esther Perel's podcast, which is, I think, where do we go from here? Or what do we do now? What One do of you... the two. <laughs> I'll get there. This is and your Bible. How do you not know the title? I know. All of the couples, nearly entirely, the women come in and they're communicators. If not, I'll say over communicators, but I'll explain what I mean eventually. Is there such a thing as over communicating? Mm -hmm. And then the men don't aren't expressive. Right. They had military dads or the dad wasn't around or the dad told him to shut up as a kid or whatever. The stories men have. And he isn't expressive. But he loves his wife but doesn't know how to communicate that. And so she's starved because she knows how to communicate. But he it's fascinating. It's like literally he just doesn't have the skills, that skill set. So my thing to you is that if you expect communication to precede a love language aren't you cutting the legs under out of cutting the legs from under out from under out from under a whole bunch of people who don't use like verbal communication who show you love through acts of service who show you love through whatever else and for me it's the opposite i have the opposite question by assuming that that is in and of itself sufficient um, then that that military person that can't communicate at all will then leave the wife or whoever the partner starved of like a verbal reassurance or any of that. Like, I think either way there's a gap. So I'm not saying mm. it's one one rather than the other. Mm. I'm saying that they're different. Um, but I do think the one that one comes first. Um, but maybe it's because verbal's my commun- my love language. Who knows? Like. Maybe it's my preference, but to me, it's more important at the barest level to be able to, to convey that I love you, um, or, or how I feel rather than before needing to show and so on and so forth. That's interesting. But, but it does need to be coupled because being told all the time, I love you, I love you. And then for instance, not giving them time or not doing acts of service, it kind of becomes empty. Yeah. And that's my thing. So for me... I was talking to Bobo and Nunu about this yesterday. We talked to each other about what our red flags are for dating. Mm. And one of them, mine, is is men specifically who have vulnerability issues and those manifesting and not being able to literally, like, use your words. Yeah. Um, because I think all communication issues are vulnerability issues. Um, and... Yeah, I just think that's something I'm not willing to like stand for and that's something I'm not willing to tolerate is is that like a stunted growth and being able to communicate and being able to open up and being vulnerable. It's no one's fault. It happens and it's often the result of childhood, but it's also like not mine to fix or be around. Right. Because I'm it just doesn't make sense, right? It, I wouldn't why would you put a level eight communicator with a level four? Like what are we expecting? <laughs> if anything that hurts everyone more than helps, that's right. not a kind thing to do for anybody. And I think maybe we need to consider that kind of thing in re- romantic relationships and also in our friendships. Like understand who are the communicators, how do they communicate? I think friendship there's a lot of room for that kind of growth, but also just knowing the ranges of each other. And that just to pause you there, then as you're saying communication, da 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 do you now mean verbal communication? Okay, 100%. I 100% mean verbal. Okay. The rest is over and above. Like... Wait a minute. So you've gone from disagreeing with me to agreeing with me now. No, no, I agree. So I agree. For me, verbal communication is absolutely a must. Yes. And then over and above that is a love language. But I think what we were talking about before... Do I need to summarize that? No. Okay, yeah. If they weren't paying attention, (laughs) then... (laughs) Yeah. 
But I think it's interesting because these things all intertwine. And I think we all have our strong points. And I think especially men show affection, have been taught to show affection. I was watching Kevin Hart's documentary. <laughs> black men do not cheat. That's, That's not Kevin Charlemagne. Hart. I know. Mixing your black. I'm sure they're friends. <laughs> they are. I'm sure they are. Um, and he, his wife says, um, all she wants is for him to be home. And he says, the one thing I will never do is be home. Know that from now. And everybody, welcome to the shit show. <laughs> Take your seats, please. Know that from now, because all the hard work I do, I do for you. And so he thinks, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. But for him, he's like, my love language is providing money. I see. And for her, she's like, I just need your time. I don't need another million. Mm. And he refuses. And there's no, oh my God, there was such a good point. What was the point I was making? I think I was making a point about the compatibility of like. Right. Also just of not being able to communicate. So I think if Kevin Hart, if he was, if he could introspect a little further and understand that his desire to keep working, he he already said growing up poor, he's terrified. He knows Mm. all of this could end. And so he has to work. And why can't that translate in him understanding he's not doing any of this for his children or his family. He's doing it for himself to fill um, an insecurity. And that's, okay that's how we actually all of our lives are driven by a lot Mm -hmm. of insecurity that's normal but it's that cognizance and that and then being able to verbalize literally Mm -hmm. in whatever language you speak i need to hear you say that stuff Mm -hmm. because when you don't know how to process things that affects the whole family unit that affects me Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to sit there unpacking and unpicking and working with you on ground one like we need to start at ground if there are 10 levels let's start at level five at least yeah you know i can't be doing those things that's actually so, so that's powerful. Way. And you know what? Because his kids aren't going to go, oh, no, no, no. Um, Daddy was making money. So it was it's like, it's all okay. They'll be like, maybe, maybe they will. But maybe they'll just see he wasn't home. He was never home. Mom was lonely. He never gave her attention. Um, like, yeah. I think going to the root, mm. being able to go to the root cause or being honest with oneself and then being able to convey that in straightforward language is very important. Um, mm. but then on the flip side you get those people who like I'm going to whisper this to you you get men or people who know how who are so shrewd and so like perspicacious what intelligent I know I threw that in <laughs> you did. it yes. means dis- <laughs> it means really um, able to like discerning of people and um, you're really good with like understanding people. Mm-hmm. I hate the look in her eyes. Right Anor, now. I crammed that one in IB. Um, who are so understanding of themselves. Like a lot of, I think sometimes intelligent men use this. They're so mm. understanding of themselves and know how to analyze. And because their partners are so impressed with that, it doesn't go further. How mm. are you going to action that self um, narration or realization? Like right. how are you going to action that? You can't stop it being like, I know I'm trash. And that's that. Right. You know? And so I think communication, it's interesting. I think it's just, yeah, it's complex. Right. It's hella complex. Right, right, right. Do you have any red flags, by the way, for like friends, communication styles with friends? Does that mean like when I'm looking at making friends or when I'm with my friends, the way they communicate, what is a red flag to me? Or let me rephrase, what communication style or communication behavior do you not like in when you're dealing with friends? Um, <laughs> well, a bit of a pet peeve is I can't stand it when people aren't articulate. <laughs> uh-huh. So when someone just can't express what they're thinking and just like keep eating their own words and tripping up, it's just irritating. It's boring. And it comes across as, or when people default to that, um, ah, no, I have friends that default to the cute kind of persona. And that is almost like kind of second guessing, um, and not being very clear about what they want or direct about what they want. I find that hella irritating. And I know that's because I see it in myself. Like I was about to say, you're not the most direct bitch, person. This is a safe fucking space. <laughs> if you're going to come for my neck every time I open up. Yeah. So I don't oh. like, so that for me is a red flag. And you know what? It's a red flag also because I don't need somebody else that's d- um, displaying my weaknesses in my space now. Like I just, I don't need that. I need to be emulating people that are displaying my strengths. I need to be getting better. 
Um, mm. Or look, it's helpful to see my weaknesses, but I don't need more of that around me. I need to, yeah, I need to be getting better. So that's definitely a red flag. Obviously lying. It's just dumb um, and boring. Um, yeah, but pretty much that, like people that don't just say what they, what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I display that and I cannot stand it and I don't want to be that person. I have so, okay. I know you have questions, but I have so many. Fine. Do you think, let's do some, are you one of the better (laughs) communicators or worse communicators? I always feel like this is a trap. Like (laughs) the thing is, and I, and I envy like Bobo or whoever else you had on the part, like, cause with them, like you'll ask and you'll both be like, Oh. Mm, that's interesting wow wow but with me you'll ask these questions i'll be like right bitch that's a lie i'm dead yeah let me tell the people i go in i go in no let's do it yeah are you one of the better communicators or worse in your friendships like if you had to divide them into two honestly this was a hard one i didn't really even i think i answered the first question in your poll and then i skipped through the rest because i thought it was all just very trappy Mm. um but it's just i don't know um i talk well i talk a lot not me hopefully not too much but I don't think I actually communicate the truth when when it's undesirable. So when it is desirable, I can communicate it clearly or when it still leaves me in good standing. But I think I'm still afraid of um, rejection. And so I don't communicate true as truthfully as I could mm. because it could offend or hurt or just, yeah. So, so what? So does that make me a good communicator or not? You know what I mean? Well, it's answered... What's the question was besides the point. I mean, now now we've come to, (laughs) we've dug out a whole lot of, a whole lot of gems there. I was thinking about the ways in which I'm a bad communicator. Maybe you can answer for me. Mm, Oh, I I can tell you all the ways. So. Mm -hmm. Or how I could improve. I'm joking. You start. Jesus. I'd like to get so much better. Okay. I think, um, sometimes I think I've communicated something, but I haven't. Um, I think, yeah, I think sometimes I communicate. I'll, I think I communicate A, B, C, but then yeah. between A and B, there was a thought process I've left out that actually affects D. That's like a buttercup. Yeah. Something like that. I think that happens, but I think... But it's like you forget, not that you... I guess so, hey. You don't, you yeah. don't avoid it. You just It doesn't occur to you. Yeah, and I think that's nothing I'm going to try and prove because I think that's just so... Um, it's totally random and circumstantial mm. that I just have to... When it happens... When I realize it happens, I just have to double back and say, oh, by the way, yeah, I totally forgot yes. to say that. This is what this means. Right. I think sometimes I give people more options than I want to entertain. So I'll be like, we can watch mm. movie A, B or C when I actually only want to watch A or B. And then they'll pick C and then I'll be, I'll give them a whole bunch of other reasons why it wouldn't make sense instead yeah. of just making it easier and giving people less options. And then we don't get a chance to watch Toy Story 3 in the cinemas because... Yes, and you're consistently disappointed by the horrors I take you into because you don't watch trailers. So <laughs> I don't like su- I like surprises. I don't like <laughs> to know anything. I just want to the poster sometimes kills it for me. I I'm don't want to know. I just want to know this is a good movie. Go see. I think I also take things personally, mm. very personally, and um, sometimes I don't. Yeah, yeah, I take things personally, and that's like the worst trait to have because mm. it's so hard to communicate when you do. Yeah. But I really. One thing I am proud of myself was I put myself, I practice a lot. I do. Mm. So that's good. Um, but f- for all the amount of practice, you'd think I'd be done. But no, I think it's just like a lifelong thing. Do you know what though? That's what you, and that's, we're inside the dirty washing machine, but this bitch is going round and round. Outside, people do not know how to communicate. Like, so as messy as it feels to you that you are right now with all your communication flaws and whatnot, um, you can tell when someone doesn't put in the work. Um, so for me, it's just, I just couldn't accept going into a friendship where I knew the communication was going to be miles away from what you and I have, knowing that they weren't willing to put in the work. I think I'm trying to mm-hmm. say to you that as much as, as far as you need to go, you've done a lot of work and that they're, they're not, I don't, I don't come across a lot of people that do this kind of work that you're doing, which I do want to change. I want my circle to be more. I think, yeah. And I think work is relative. So doing work for whom and, and against whose like barometer. So I do work with my communication style in relation to you, in relation to my besties. That's right. Right. And so I think that that's a quality that matters is that yeah. someone's willing to accommodate and compromise and consider themselves through like how they interact with you. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. than just 
improving mm. in a vacuum. That makes no sense. And that, that's a question that I have as well, is that, um, so you can, so all my friends have different communication styles and different needs and things that they find offensive and not, and all these different things that I need to tweak the way I communicate to, to take them into account. Mm. But overall, I do think that there, I mean, there must be a way to be a better communicator overall. And I think of like, Azealia Banks, for example, Love. who I Mom. know very superficially, but just says what she means. End of story. Literally. And, clear. and, and I admire that so much because I feel like with, you know, with the plumber, with the, you know, the waiter, with her manager, with the, like, they'll all get just the truth from her. And I think there's something to be said for being able to communicate how you feel clearly. And I'm sure there are a lot of side issues that we don't know that either she deals with or whatever, where she isn't able to express how she feels, blah, blah, blah. But on a superficial level, um, I think that there is something to be said for improving in a, not in a vacuum, but for the sake of improving. Oh, okay. Against like a pure standard of like truth telling. Um, no, against, I'll communicate better for Mukundwa, for friend A, B, C, D, for my dad and my mom, and that's it. So she doesn't do that. She just says, there's a truth and that's my true north. Correct. Yeah, so that's... So Is that's that what, what you meant? No, no, that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, funny enough, that was a point I was going to raise about your communication, mm-hmm. that um, sometimes you don't listen in when you're communicating. So like mm. if you, which is what I kind of just did, like you'll say something um, or actually exactly the reverse. You Mm -hmm. say something and then it sounds like I haven't understood it, but I, but I have, and I've just said it in a, in a different way, but because I haven't said it in the way you said it, you haven't listened to what I've said. And so then you assume I haven't understood and you say it Mm. again, but you literally just said the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So that was different. Oh, a bit. I realized that because now this whole part of people are listening. I'm glad you you were listening. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Point that out. When it happens, point it out. Okay. I think you use... Well, I think you also might use excessive examples when we don't need any. I think we... Not not we, I mean me and you. Oh. Like, why would you need to repeat back something I said to you anyway? Why can't it just be like, oh. Because... If, like, doesn't that, oh, doesn't that complicate to add actually, another parable? To you're like, right. <laughs> you know what? why I do it? It's because I don't think you've communicated it as well as you could have. And so actually now, if I, uh, I, and it's only just occurred to me as you've asked the question, it's because I'm trying to correct the way you've communicated it. Um, so, you know, you've okay. said, you know, whatever, it's blue today. And I'm, and I say the sky is blue today and you go, it's blue today. And then, but we mean the same thing. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that was a bad no, example. I do know what but, you're saying. Yeah. And I've realized now it's just because I'm trying to correct the way you communicate as opposed to if I've understood you, as you say, just let it go. And, and if it shows that we haven't understood each other, like 9.9 times out of 10, 99%, um, it's not life threatening. So no, we understand each other more times than don't. Exactly. Oh, that's what you that's said. What I- <laughs> phenomenal this is brilliant this is great there was such a great point we were discussing just before this as well you jumped in because i didn't listen to you Uh azealia banks yes i think with azealia banks so more you have more people who like you because you don't tell the truth (laughs) she has less people who like her because she tells the truth so i think their payoffs i fucking want to be like that yes yeah their payoffs and i think you know in both directions yeah dude no but it's shitty being like Oh my God, what's better? Being liked for who you're not or being... <laughs> I asked you this like the other week, you little plagiarizer. I was about to give you credit, but now that you've thrown your shit out the cot. Yeah, there's that song, I'm Not a Robot, that goes... That's such a silly song. Better to be hated than love, love, love for what you're not. Do you see why I sing so, the intro? No. <laughs> So yeah, I think it's a curious one. Look, I think we all still need to live within society. I don't know where Zelia Banks lives, really. Mm. I don't know if it's on the fringes. I don't know what. I love yeah. watching her because mood, but I'm not <laughs> about to because I still I still enjoy things. I still like being somewhat within mm. society. And I just, yeah, I think with society, I've realized I used to really believe that it's to be like morally upstanding, to be true... To be, do what's right was the best way. But if you do all those things and you're a pariah, like Jesus was. (laughs) 
Jesus had no one to play Nintendo with. Okay, he I had 11. Thought... What, 11 or 12 people? 11 or 12? Was it 11? 12 disciples? 12. I That's think it was all 12. the people who would blow up his phone and be like, let's go hang. Let's but grab food. Then again, maybe some of them just wanted the good things that come with it. You know when those people that like pray mm. and do what what just in case they die and go to hell oh so they were like just in case friends maybe uh, who knows i don't know i mean one of them fucking ratted him out and got him killed so that wasn't a nintendo friend anyway so it's like that energy like do i want to be jesus or mm. would i just sooner be who's popular just a popular person <laughs> somewhere in between somewhere in between Oh, am I smiling? Look at the smiling! I do okay. love Jesus. I do love Jesus. Okay, then this actually really segues well into my next question, which is like, um, do you owe everyone good communication? A hundred. Well, well, what does that mean? Okay, so I yeah. think... Oh. I think it's in our best interest to be clear with people, but it depends what the payoff is. Yes. So if the payoff... If like at work, at certain places where um, I kind of don't love you and I don't have an investment in like fostering that relationship, I'll manage my energy. Like I might not clarify. If someone miss, if the person scanning my food misunderstands me, I'm not going to clarify. <laughs> Can I tell you how that is such a relevant example? <laughs> Every time I let Mukunda go to the shops on her own, she comes back. Being like, I fought with so many people at the tills. Yeah, I'm just not going to clarify. <laughs> Is amazing. Oh yeah. yeah, like I fought the car guard, I fought this. <laughs> How do you fight at your big big age? You're fighting. I know, twenty six. Yeah, uh, mm. it's great. What do you? I mean, what do you think? Um, I think mm, no, because it's all. It, yeah, I I don't think we owe everyone good communication. I think we owe ourselves peace. Peace. What's good communication? What do you mean? Getting honesty. my point across clearly. So oh, okay. If someone misunderstands me and it's really inconsequential, I really don't need to make sure they understand me or that I understand them. If Bro. it's more peaceful to just smile, smile, okay, bye, and leave it. I'll never see, you know, Tim again. We just happen to be in the crazy store looking at <laughs> jars for our seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a big one. I think a lot of peace of mind must come when you stop trying to be understood by people. Mm. Um, which I'm trying to practice that if I'm misunderstood that just sometimes leaving it and letting someone think Mm. you're so mean that's what you meant Mm. you're so silly that's what you said and being like yeah that's Mm. fine if you think that that's how to practice people disliking me or disagreeing because I I struggle with that so much Mm. so I have yeah a level of people pleasing too where I finally it comes out one year and how many months later in the (laughs) podcast you're also people yeah pleaser. i mean i just i do struggle with that with disagreement and people not agreeing with what i think or say or who i am mm. um so that helps mm. mm-hmm. they are some yeah Mm-mm, no there's some results i wanted to go through actually oh. uh i had a poll up on my story and it describes the communication styles so Wait, can I ask you one thing before we go through polls? Absolutely. I want to know if you consider yourself a perfect communicator with anyone in your life. Is there anyone in your life who you, your communication is perfect with? Mm -hmm. There is. And I don't need to know who, but just tell me what, what about it is perfect. Okay. So I consider perfect in your context. If we have to use the word perfect for me, perfect means continuously adapting and pivoting and like absorbing new information and changing with it. I do that with you. So ours is the best prototype I have of what I'd like every relationship of mine to look like. Um, I could add much more vulnerability in. I could listen more and believe you more. Like when you say I don't listen, it's hard to believe that. So I can listen more and believe you more. That's I struggle with. Um, There's room for improvement, but this is the best I have. Okay. Wow. That's great. You're shaking. You're like, oh, me? This this communication is good to you? You live like this? Yeah. Um, that's great, Kunra. My definition of perfect was where we understand each other. Like I'm not I it's all about my flaws in communication. So I'm I'm honest, I'm clear, I say what I mean, I don't have a fear of being misunderstood or misliked. Um I'm and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand or seek to understand. And don't take personally all of those things, mm-hmm. which actually, as I say that now, is very unfair because my answer was zero. There's no one, not even you. Like we had a, a conversation a few days ago, and I realized shit. Like I still 
don't just tell it like it is with you. Like mm. I'm, I'm concerned about will this hurt you, mm. or will you reject, you know, me for it, or retaliate, or, or you know, mm. negatively respond or whatever. And then I have to do. So, yeah, it's I still don't communicate. I'm not a hundred percent nyak with anyone. I'm the most hundred percent with you, as you say. And even then. And even then, like, there's a lot to be desired. Which is, I think it's totally fine. Yes. Um, As long as you're willing to continuously interrogate. And you yeah. are. You don't stop there. And so that's why I don't want friends or partners who stop there. Right, right, um, right. Friends, it's actually much easier. We demand much less from our friends. That's fine. Yeah. Partner, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I am so excited to fucking thrash it out with a partner. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think... Oh, speaking of partner, please can I segue? Yes. Girls in case. Oh my god, are you really gonna? Oh, why can't I tell the story? Okay, go ahead. Because it also comes down to communication. Okay, go ahead. In in Dubai, Dubai, we went to the sea. I put on my cute bikini. Sis was popping. Titties were sitting. Oh, they were sitting. They were floating in that salty water. Literally. Uh, so I was floating along with my titties, and I literally bumped into this nigga. <laughs> and oh i had to upright myself oh sorry 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 and him and his accent oh sorry 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 oh my um, god don't speak english i said oh <laughs> <laughs> darling <laughs> he said where you from i said uganda i said where you from he said colombia i said huh? <laughs> <laughs> he was legitimately so i literally floated into the love of my life he was the cutest man i've ever seen mind you i'm watching this all from like 20 <laughs> meters away i'm with this woman from kosovo and we're like swimming Oh, these two aunties floating in the ocean. I know. So then, and I think we exchanged like three words and then I had nothing else to say. Like I didn't, he asked, where are you from? I told him, he said, do you work here? This is a man who just said he doesn't speak English. Oh, of course I had to greet him in, in his language. You didn't. I did. I was like, oh, como estas? And he's like, oh and he like, and he, you know, bien, et tu? And I was like, huh? And I was like, oh, bien. <laughs> and then after that, he's like, do you work here? I was like, no, no, I'm on holiday. And you? He's like, no, I work here. I said, okay. And then I was done. Like, where were my comm skills? Where was... I'm a voice actor. Like, where was all you that had shit? I had nothing. I had no scripts in the background. The I had... And right now, yeah. he is eating out someone from the back. Can you imagine? A Kenyan girl. Could have been me. Literally. Could have fucking been me. In the so. staff room. All because you didn't shoot your shots. I didn't shoot my shots. So the, the lesson, girls and gays... Is uh, communicate, communicate, <laughs> communicate how you feel. Like I should have told him I was in love and I was ready. <laughs> you, if it's meant to be, and I thought I saw someone who I thought was your husband in various shops, and oh you just gosh. kept missing him. I did very cute, Josh Grobany energy. Yeah, you kept texting me, go to the shop now, go go go. So go. he was very cute. Well, we'll never know. Uh, you'll never know. Thank you for that. Uh, so <laughs> an, an eloquent segue back. <laughs> Um, to communication styles. So, apparently, okay, this person has divided communication styles into four. It's just, I, I, I bit this info off somebody from LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, you okay? it's not that funny, but I really I know, like geez. it. Okay. So it's direct, spirited, systematic, or considerate. Mm. These results are lies, but let's read on. A direct I person. Like them is somebody who gets to the bottom line, speaks forcefully, maintains eye contact, and pre- and presents positions strongly. That's a direct person. A spirited person is persuasive, a good communicator, focuses on the big picture, a and uses... A good storyteller, not communicator. Can't even read straight. And uses motivational speech. Okay. Systematic is somebody who presents precisely, focuses on facts, is effect- efficient in speech, and has a well-organized workspace. And considerate is someone who listens well, is a good counselor, uses supportive language and builds trust. Wait, so, okay, you disagree, but who would you say you're most? Who would you? Let's take for each other. I think you are spirited. Fuck, are you serious? And I thought... Or considerate. Okay, and I thought you are either... Don't say direct. I was going to say direct or spirited. I I chose spirited to me. I'm spirited direct. You're spirited considerate. Okay, that Don't makes sense. Yeah. Tell me how most people voted. So most of you. Why don't you believe these bitches? No. Direct, spirited, and systematic had equal votes. Considerate had th- four times the votes. That's because everyone believes that they're a good a good listener. How is it that so few people feel like they've been listened to, 
and that people they don't have support systems but everyone's a support system and everyone listens wait but you thought i was considerate so maybe you're the one you're the outlier you know what i'd even call you okay the reason i think you're considerate you listen you are a good all you <laughs> i was gonna say all you know is to counsel that's what i hear when i pass yeah. your room <laughs> and um you do use supportive language building trust i don't know so you are an empathetic type. And I think, okay, on w- one hand, I do think I have a very like considerate and empathetic community on Instagram. Mm. But I think it's it's important for us to consider all the things we feel we're not getting. Are we giving? Right. If we don't feel like we're being listened to, if we don't feel like we have friends who are like intelligent and thoughtful and challenge us, are we doing the same for others? Like, right. have we thought about that of ourselves critically? Yeah. Have we asked people that? Like, do you think I listen? I didn't think, until you told me now, Nyak, and I think we all think we listen, until you told mm-hmm. me now, I would have never thought, and you've told me before I don't listen, mm. and I'm like, liar. Fake, <laughs> false news, whatever. So I think it's a thing we all have, where we all do think we listen, and there's also a difference between like passive and active listening, where me and you listen sometimes when we're martyring ourselves. Mm. Um, we listen because, okay, I listen because that's a way to like falsely build trust. It's the easiest way to communicate I'm empathetic and to get likes from people. Um, and I default to listening because I don't know how to talk about myself, mm. um, make it about me with like on an interpersonal level. Right. So that's not like positive listening. That's not even listening. That's actually just being an audience and there's a difference. Mm. So I'm an audience often. I, I don't listen that often. Damn. Like at a point it just becomes, I get filled up. But I also think a lot of people don't have a captive listener. And so when they find one, when they find what they think is a listener who's actually an audience, they go off, they go ham true or they don't have their problems are in their safe space so they need to go outside of it so they don't have an alternative and you happen to be there do you know what i mean like my if my issue was with you Mm. um and my best friends who do i talk to about it understood and that contributes to them offloading like on you Uh right which is so that's interesting i think i i want to learn how to listen like i want to learn theory about listening more we just listened to a ted talk about that Mm. about how listening so much of it is about even though you have like thoughts that come through your head like just dispelling not dispelling just pushing them aside Mm. um not responding with your relatable experience like just Mm. listening which is hard Mm. i think a lot of us think a good way to be which i also think i do i don't know if i trust that opinion that to listen well you can't add your relatable piece Mm. i don't know if i agree and i think what do you think i so i agree with her because i know that sometimes adding a relatable piece um is like when you listen to respond as opposed to listen to understand Mm -hmm. um and that for me personally i found that a lot of times my relatable piece doesn't necessarily add value to the conversation. Mm. It's just, I've just shared, oh yeah, that happened to me too. And and then what? And then what? So if I truly wanted to assist with my experience, then I should, I think I should then ask a question or, 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 or give advice if that's what's needed from my experience without necessarily needing to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also drove a two-ton truck and then overturned and then... Da, da, da. Like, I don't need to do all that. Like, I can go straight to the advice or straight to the question, but how did it make you feel? And, and a nuanced question when, when the truck went on two wheels because I know that's what happens. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so even though sharing an experience might, like, build bonds and stuff and stuff later, I think it can be... Or bu- it can build bonds. I think it can be done later. It doesn't need to be done immediately. But that's easy for us or you to say because you're an advice machine. Why don't you try <laughs> not giving advice as well and then just listening and see how that goes. That is hard. You start shaking. Sometimes. You have a seizure, darling. You know what it is though? And actually this is where like I admire, I think what I see Bobo, only from a distance, I, I see it looks like Bobo does this, where she can actually just listen to someone she and can. not need to jump in when there's a gap and be like, oh, you'll be okay okay how we can fix this is you know you'll she'll listen. just be like and they'll be like yeah 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 my life's falling apart and I've lost my toe and my dog hates me and she'll be like okay, okay. she listens it's yeah. actually so alien amazing it's so unusual it's so unusual mm-hmm. and there's a difference I had a friend who I communicated an issue to and they just kind of I could tell they had skipped over it. And I said to them, listen, it doesn't make, it makes me feel loved if you provide me even unsolicited advice. It makes mm. me feel like you listened and you care. Mm. Whereas with Bobo, that's not the case. Like mm. that's, there's such a difference between being absent and being present and listening mm. versus being 
um, either indifferent or just not, or it not hitting you, being impervious to the information you're being presented. And like, wait a minute, are you saying she's impervious to the information? Who Bobo? Yeah. No, that she actually is a listener. Yes. Whereas there's some people who they might be in the room and you tell them your thing and they don't respond to you, but that's because they're totally impervious. They right. switch off when they can't um, jump in. Right, right. And right. so like, I will go. I remember when I had a really traumatic. When I have traumatic things happen to me, I go to Bobo because she doesn't like. Unless it's really, unless it's called for, I think she judges by like your emotionality, mm. but she's not quick to like coddle me. She's not quick to silence it. She's not quick to provide relief. Like mm. we just sit in it or quick to like add a name or like a, a value judgment to mm. support me or to condemn another person. It really is just information. Mm. Um, and she like just holds space for that, which is interesting. Yeah. And maybe it is because she's a lizard person. Yeah, but no, we stand. Yeah. Well, yeah. you are an octopus, so I feel like you so, guys. Yeah, no, my yeah. other creatures. I love them. We stand, Boba. So but I think she should do a class. A master class. On how... Fucking listening. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> should we get into dilemmas? Oh my God, let's do it. Can you read the first one? I'm so Take excited. One. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm a little smelly, wow. Yeah, I've been trying to tell Jesus you this for Christ. days. <laughs> no, but why didn't you just say, you were like, did you smell your armpits? But I was like, I smelled them. They were fine. Why didn't you just so, say to me... I, I believe you smell. We went for a spirited walk this morning. <laughs> I'm wiping down my pits, yeah? <laughs> We're going to shower beforehand. And I didn't, because I'm the smart bitch. We come back, I shower and everything, deodorize everything, everything. And Mukunda's sitting in her filth and I and I ask her, don't you want to shower? Mm. She's like, no, I showered before. I said, but Mukunda, you were sweating. She's like, no, no, it's just my face. <laughs> I don't, no, it's the right pit. <laughs> it's my right hand. My right pit gives me more... Flavors. So when you meet Mukunda, hug her to the Jesus left. Jesus Christ. Oh. It's okay. No, I'm here. Why I'm don't here. you? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Would you have said it? So to you, okay, this is what happened. Yak said, aren't you going to shower? I said, I am going to shower. I showered already. She said, didn't you sweat? I said, only on my face. And she looked at me for the longest and said, you said, you told me to not smell myself. What did you ask I me? I did. I said, did you smell yourself? I, oh, I said, and then I, yes. You yeah. said, you smell yourself. So I did. And I was like, yeah, it smells like the morning. And you just stared at me until you laughed. <laughs> And you said nothing else. So for you, was that communication? <laughs> you just stared at me till you laughed. And I just also laughed at you. So Because I was willing you to go on a date and then see. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you know, because at that moment I couldn't smell you. But it's now that we've been... <laughs> the things we go through for this podcast. Now that we've been sitting cl- in close, close quarters. quarters. <laughs> working up a sweat. Jeez Louise. Um, but also it's, you know, that... <laughs> Do you want to know the truth? Yes. Um, it's I've been questioning this particular scent that I've picked yeah. up now. I've been questioning whether it's just me because I've smelt it before, or like I smelt it once in the car, and I was like, Mukunda, can you smell that? Was like, that the sick smell? The what? You remember when you smelled someone like oh, someone was yeah, ill? Yeah, yeah. But it was. M- yes. Mind you, like yesterday or the day before, I coughed up phlegm there so maybe it was maybe that's what i'm smelling so i've just been thinking maybe my my you know my sick smell that smell being able to smell sickness is a bit mm. off mm. well i had phlegm and i thought of you like two days ago mm. that's amazing i know i'm amazing All but right. you must tell me i'm really i love to smell good okay sure so i need to know if i need to up the ante on my hygiene okay no problem yeah but i think this honestly i'm not smelling bad armpit i'm smelling phlegm infected phlegm right now that's why I'm questioning That's it so because weird. you don't think you're sick. Da, 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 Wait, da. yesterday I felt I woke up and I was like, hmm. You were blowing your nose like mad this morning. This morning from Luca. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of phlegm. This bitch. You're so good at that. Um, Kim Kardashian can smell cavities. I lo- I, do you know how much I love that? And you can smell fl- like sickness in mm. people. Do you tell people? You should let them know. Like you're getting like sick. Like that idiot on the plane who kept cracking jokes. Oh, he was ill. Like you could tell he had definitely a tumor or something. He fuck, no, not a tumor. He uh, was just full of infected phlegm and he insisted on traveling on a 300 seater. That's unreasonable. And darling. talking to me. That's unreasonable. And talking to his wife across me who was not in, anyway, let's just segues. Okay. 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 First dilemma. This is from Judy. Kidding. Um, boyfriend drama. That's not even funny. Boyfriend drama. Lol. Predictable. He will say he wants to hang out, but then if he's with his friends, he will ghost for literal days and says there's no reason why just he was playing video games and smoking. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Why don't you want to text at least? I don't know. God. First of all. Oh, this is. Well, okay. okay I'm saying what I can't say. You deserve better. 
you do not need to be hanging around with someone that cannot communicate and obviously and doesn't prioritize you it's okay let them go that's what i feel but that's not the question what's the question i think they're saying um a communi- it's a communication dilemma so is their question like oh like is he okay let me let me go find the dm maybe they've added a bit more well the question is at the end is why don't you want to text at least like why doesn't he at least oh communicate why with is the me? communication so poor yeah um i've got a few issues with this question i think we should divide the roast between roasting the person who wrote in and roasting the boy or the person okay yeah it actually i'll tell you why my love and it's bf drama so it is a boy oh, okay so i guess yeah i guess they're just saying yeah you know what's the communication confusion here i like nak's answer and it's true but i think what it's missing and what friends do for each other is that was like gassing you and boosting you saying you deserve better but can you also be accountable for what you tolerate Mm. why would you consider that to be bad communication that's clearly disinterest and not taking you seriously Mm. but if you stay for that kind of thing what do you deserve then if what you're accepting is that Mm. that's what he's wondering i mean if i say every time i want to hang out with you and then i go play video games and don't communicate and you come back the next what day and whatever no it's week the next week and you're still there what does that communicate? So what are you communicating? Maybe you're a bad communicator yeah. because you've not set those boundaries. There are no consequences. Um, yeah. There's n- no repercussions to his action. So maybe you're the bad communicator and you need to now mm. consider that and say, um, and, and two things can exist. You can have been a, pure, a poor communicator and setting a precedent by not um, uh, attending to those actions with mm. like a consequence mm. and also leave him or whatever other yeah measure you want to take but yeah. we need to look at you we can't we're not You're we're right. not boy bashing we're looking at you you need to be accountable now i agree with you and that's out of love yeah completely. love and light darling always and if the dick is good you need to make extra plans yeah no to wean yourself off or like but, but but be honest with yourself like prioritize so if the dick is good and you want to stay then either you accept that this nigga is going to disappear for a week and you make peace with or if you want the communication to be better do something about that and if they are not willing to come to the table do something about that like it's all on, i i yeah. feel like it can the ball can be in your court and but for me the the uh, it's a little um am i frustrated that's a strong word i'm a p- bit perturbed by for you for you the um, person who wrote in because how is this the level this is this is like level one confusion in your relationship if this is where this tension's coming from the most simple of things of somebody literally having Mm. zero respect and consideration for you or you may maybe not have laid the groundwork for what you want yeah where where to from there that's troubling if this is the standard you've accepted you're with and that like hasn't been addressed till now if you're writing in to ask a question that's quite it's very it's very clear yeah there's a laziness there there's a very clear issue you could have dealt with yourself Mm. or a fear or a fear you could have dealt with yourself if you were honest with yourself so i think there's a lot of you maybe need to think about all of that mm. like this is not even a complex mm. that's just, it's what do you i hope you see how this is worrying to me like that's that's worrying that like that's what you're writing in about you're a little bit spirited i'm a little bit spirited but it, it but I, and i hope this goes out to anyone who has issues like this please also look at the level of your issues and let that be a reflection of where you're at yeah. if that's the level of your issues it's not everyone else that's mad and a clown start looking inwards guys yeah let's start let's be critical and it's love and light, so you can be yeah, better. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, like, flip it around. Like, when I think of when I haven't communicated, like, now there's someone that's texting me, and I haven't communicated in weeks, or in days, rather, it's because I'm not interested. So, like, think about when you don't communicate. Is it because you were distracted by video games or something similar? Or are you just not interested? Yeah. Just a level of criticalness. Um, critical. And I think, I probably think you've thought about all this. You just sent it in because, like, why not? So hopefully that's the case. But yeah. otherwise, that's cool. Just, like, let's apply this kind of thinking as well. Right. I can feel the, like, sickness energy in my throat. Yeah. You're bitch, a, I was you're on a, it. You should make money. You should be a... Is it a quack? Those Americans... Who, fucking... They go in carriages, <laughs> apothecaries, whatever, with, like, different tinctures. Yeah, okay. Next dilemma. Oh, me. I love all this airtime. In romantic relationships, I'm the type of person to speak up when I'm dissatisfied in any way. Obviously, after having thought everything through and rationed it by myself. So by the time I communicate everything I'm thinking and saying, 
by the time I communicate, commas, guys, by the time I communicate, everything I'm thinking and saying is already justified. Mm. However, more than half the time, this type of communication ends up in... When it goes dark, darling, you click it before it gets it black. Didn't, didn't get oh, no, you're bad. People are thinking you're a bad reader now. I know. However, mean- more than half the time, this type of communication ends up in arguments and frustration because obviously, one, this person this person has not thought it through as much as I have. Two, because obviously our perspectives on certain issues or topics are different. What's the question? The question is that, is that how, okay, how do I, so when you send in questions, <laughs> make them questions, <laughs> like just at the end, summarize what you, as the, not a statement question, but like a question, just so that we can really target the pain point. For me, I relate to this person because um, I do that too. I mull over, if something happens to me, I'm better now, but I used to mull over it for days, if not weeks, and then approach a person with all my cards in a row. The issue, the, the solution, the potential, the issue, the potential um, intention, malintention of theirs and the solution. Mm. I line it up and they haven't had the time to even first consider that that was an issue, reflect on their actions and mine, reflect on their possible intentions. Mm. And so it's hard to ask people when you need people to have answers immediately for you, you'll often be disappointed. Yeah. Either when you're a quick thinker or when you think for a long time and spring things on them. Mm. So for me, I think it needs a level of compassion and um conflict management to to like create a formula if you know yourself to be this way you can start a thing where you approach people and you say hey this is an issue i have when you did this to me two weeks ago it hurt my feelings i want to like discuss this with you um when would be a good time Mm. and then they'll let you know and then you can come with your cards Mm. and also like the framing like okay i how it came across to me is this was your intention and this made me feel like xyz was that the case like framing it to really uh, communicate that you are coming from a perspective of the like objective action, mm. not from like the the objective truth of it, because there is none. Yes. This person says, um, obviously our perspectives on a certain issue or topic is different. Yeah. What happens when we experience one thing and it was objective? Like, let's say when me and you have like mild fist fights. Uh. Okay. When what happened was factual you, you grab my wrist so i pushed you so you I push t- me back so i hit your back and then we're upset when we have when there was one action but two perspectives yes should we try reach a consensus about the truth about what happened how do we navigate um and is well, there value in that anyway yeah so not necessarily what happened but i guess number one how it made us feel um because sometimes the fight feels extreme or sometimes it's fun. So sometimes it's not, or it doesn't hurt or anything, but it's the thing before that, like the, the issue that why did, why did I punch you or grab your wrist in the first place? Um, and whatever argument that was or whatever the, the misunderstanding, number one can be discussed, but number two, maybe the, just the reaction, like maybe we actually want to stop being physical, you know? So I think it's, mm. it's just, it's layered. It's what actually matters was it so maybe it doesn't matter that you punched my shoulder that didn't hurt at all but i punched you back and you felt that wait a minute you're the one that was aggressed in the first place so mm-hmm. it doesn't where yeah so i like that okay so both have a place definitely i agree i think we should always focus my biggest communication lesson of 2019 if not the decade was um to not focus on like focusing on truth and objectivity is not important, but mm. focusing on feelings and what they mean and mm. how to then um, conflict manage and compromise is. Yes. Because you you can be right and divorced. You'll be right and <laughs> no friends. Do you know what I mean? You can be right in a vacuum. Mood. Yeah. A vacuum with no one around you. That's so true. Um, and this is, goes on, especially to our male listeners or people who have friends with cishet men. Um, please communicate that message. I think men have been taught to focus the lo- to to look at logical lines and i think that might be how their brains work quite linear yeah. but that's what gets you divorced so you tell yeah. them you are walking straight into a divorce if you want to talk about and argue about what's r- what happened or what's right versus how we feel correct tell them tell them it's from me okay i feel that because of my physical and the way i show up in the world a young woman of color I am received or listened to through the lenses of people's ideas or expectations or biases of me. In my experience, it's not until I achieve something great, like a big career promotion, where people decide, okay, no, let's listen to her seriously. I find even my friends listen and hang on to every word I say 
only now that things have advanced for me career-wise. This doesn't bother to detriment, as I can use all these things to my advantage, but it is in part an emotional dilemma, because when I would like to address an emotional need or try help someone address theirs, again, the convo is as productive as where I'm at in my life achievements. Read the last, that was the, the crux. Can you read that last bit again? From because. Because when I would like to address an emotional need or try help someone address theirs, again, the convo is as productive as where I'm at in my life achievements. Okay, so... Meaning they only take this person as seriously as where they're at. And that happens with everybody, it seems like. Work, mm-hmm. friends, family. Because mm-hmm. she's... Or oh, this person's a pillar of, like, well, success. and young black woman or young woman of colour. Okay, okay, they're a pillar of all that nice stuff. Oh, shame, yeah. So what are they asking? I think they're asking. Okay, yeah. So just quickly, two things we're doing this year. One, you need to write properly in. All of you You need to write um your questions properly. (laughs) They're gonna lose. Listen, yeah, I can see the follow count going down. No, no, no. You just you just need to focus, and this is part of communication, isn't it? It's like intention. So what is the intention? If it's to vent, basically, if it's not a question, we'll we'll stop answering them. I think that's easier. Okay, maybe that's yeah. aggressive. No, no. Is that it, fair enough to say we just won't answer? Because now we have to spend a lot of time on trying to understand yeah. where the pain point, like, what are you asking us to unpack? It's or was that just, just about, an event? But it's not just about you and me. It's about the other thousands 700 of or whatever, thousands. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, that also have no idea yeah, where it's Yeah, now going. they're confused in the car. Now they've, they've pulled yeah. up the handbrake. Because they're yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> on the fuck? side of the highway. Like, what the fuck is she getting to? So, mm. with love and light, I don't understand the question. Um... I'll be able to, un- I-, I can unpack it. It's going to take me a-, a sec. Okay. Number two, um, with the first, <laughs> with the first one, that was, so I consider myself, I'm not judgmental. I'm critical. That's an important differentiation. That might've seemed like a little biting the first critique, but this year, if you're sending stuff in, all your friends can give you fluffy stuff and can encourage you and be like, no, it's not you, it's true, them. That's not what's going to happen on this podcast. Mostly because I don't know you, so you get the benefit of having the distance. Secondly, it's not fun. So just know if you send it in, it's going to be a critical response, not judgmental, but critical to yeah. to give you a boot that I don't know where else you're getting. Because the therapist you're paying, are they giving you a boot? Do therapists give you the boot you need? That's true. You should go to Arthur, the hypnotherapist. The hypnotherapist he who knows. I was in tears. He roasted the shit yeah. out of me. It might be the only time he sees. He told me I was overbearing. I was too much. My energy was hectic. He showed me a picture of my energy. He said your energy is supposed to look like this. It looks like that. And he showed me a picture of someone's head on fire. He really, yeah, that's what some of us need, guys. You go to this therapist and they're enabling you. You think, oh, we go to therapy because you don't. Oh, bitch, your therapist is enabling you. They just mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm, how do you feel? Mm-hmm, how do you feel? No, sometimes they need to tell you you are chaotic. And you are a problem. You are a menace. You're bordering, bordering like psychopathy. And that's an issue. Like who's telling you this stuff? Mm. We need this kind of, and one day I'm going to do this as a service. I love it so I don't much. even know what to call it, but it's going to be tough love. It's going to mm. be empathy with some tough love. Like bitch. Mm. Actually, Mukundo, what, what one day, one day, start now. Start now. But what do I call it? I don't want to say like life coach, that word. I don't like the, no, it's fine. It's I fine. just imagine people in ponchos and those ugly chunky necklaces. <laughs> Those chunky Excuse me, necklaces. every winter you get a new poncho. So, I know. So just shut your face. Such a whore for a poncho. Okay, so okay. no, I think start doing it now. We'll think about what it's called later. So what do we want to tell? This person's saying, I feel trapped by the fact that how I... I like to succeed, but it's trapping me in that people look at me in this one-dimensional way. And I'm also just only taken as seriously as my next achievement. And that's overwhelming. Like I'm a person outside of my work. Why can't I be treated like that? Why can't I be respected regardless of how well I do? That's a, it's, this is really hard. I feel like all the people around you are yeah, shit. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, it's, it's the circle that circle. needs to change. The circle needs to change, babe. These are like, upward, maybe stop, these are upward mobility climbers. May, maybe, maybe. And yeah, so stop expecting tortoises to fly. Like just mm. as, and, and I'm lonely as fuck right now because my circle needed to change. So th- there are a few people in my circle, but I know I need, you know, a better circle than it was. And I'm working on that. So, so I think for you, Ooh, I just made it about me. So basically I think your circle needs to change. That's the only answer I can think of. I think your family is your family, the yeah. blood family. Um, if you can have 
conversations about this kind of thing, then you should, mm. if that's possible. I think it's important for all of us to understand the range. Family is family, and it is, I don't know if it's a privilege, it's a an add-on to be friends with your family. Often, True. your parents think you're closer than you are because yeah. it benefits them. Yeah. When actually with children, we have a, it's like a relationship with your captor. Mm. If you're a slave, you can have a friendship, uh, but there's only so much you can. Like the levels of yeah. consent within there have been revoked. Yeah. So I think we should, we might have an episode on this about like managing our expectations about how much we can be buddy buddy with our, our parents mm. and how much we can expect them to catch up with our levels of growth. Correct. So I don't know about the family, but the friends perhaps just change those. Definitely change them. Cause it, it, that is a very like family. I'm, I'm seeing it like family trait ish that I see where they, they have this childhood version of you no matter what in their minds. So I understand how they would only take you seriously. It's terrible, but I understand how you, it, you know, they only take you seriously when you show outwardly, Hey, look, I'm doing great things, but friends, you don't need friends like that. Friend, you choose your friend. You don't need friends like that. No, it's, it's okay. Be lonely for a while, but be actively looking for new friends and it's okay. You'll get there. It'll take a while. Mm. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be a week. To get there, and that's what I'm telling myself. I need to go get new friends, bro. Mm. And if any of my current friends listen to this, you're fine because you're still my friend. <laughs> we should have an episode on loneliness too. Oh, hundred percent. I think I'm going to be the head speaker. Yes, you are going to be the head speaker. Yeah. All right. I think that's it, ladies and ooh, girls ooh, and gays. Can we say that again? <laughs> no, I think you should be who you are—a bigoted pig. No, I'm kidding. Girls and gays? Jeez, Louise. That was intense. <laughs> well, intense. Yeah, this is 2020. This was a good first episode back. This is the tone. I actually feel my throat getting sick now. I can feel my like. Mm. Yeah, the smell stronger. And I'm so glad. I really should have just listened to my intuition. This bitch has been sick for a week. Why didn't you grab me and tell me? But I just thought there was, I don't know. I just thought, how can I be smelling something that's not there? Go take, I t- but didn't I tell you? I need when, to go take medicine When we right got now. back, I told you to take medicine immediately. Did you know? You said you lay on your belly with your laptop on your pillow. So you, you were, see- <laughs> and you watched. So I, was, I was the shape of a dow. You were. Thank you so much for listening. You are all wonderful. Super excited about this year's content. I think yeah. I'll plan it in advance. I want to know what you guys want us to talk about. Mm. Um, and so I'm going to ask for those opinions. And what you all want us to talk about. What's your language? Code? Oh, I said guys. Guys yeah. is um gender neutral. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Oh, okay, for you in your world in my South Africa, it's in my in Zanzi. All right. Good. No, Mukunda will continue to engage. I think <laughs> all through last year we kept saying, and Nyak will also DM Nyak. Or, no, I don't engage. Don't, don't DM her. Don't, I also, love don't you follow. All. I think you don't want more. You actually want. Yeah. Don't follow you, her. You're not going to get anything if you follow. I po- post funny things every now and again, but I'm happy to like, we'll, we'll chat, but please don't be offended if I respond. So just to not going to, can I just not link you? Yeah, actually, why not? Unless you... I get an ego boost from getting a follow, mm. but then I, I never engage. And so it's, I think it's offensive. Like I, I yeah, don't feel nice about that. So maybe don't link me, but there's love. I love, I send love to all of you. Yes. Please follow our Facebook group or join our Facebook group. Yes. Really fun conversation. Right now we're having one about how to hold do you hold your friends accountable who are in like cyclically abusive romantic relationships? Hard. Wow. Hectic. Every one of us. Um, stay blessed. Have a great week. Yeah. Keep it cute. Keep it popping. Goodbye. Goodbye.